That's right, infidels. You found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. Hello, so sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! Warning. The following video clip contains strong language and has therefore been rated 18 plus by the YouTube NECCA. Viewer discretion is advised. Welcome to the HMG Rampage Uncaged Show right here on channelattitude.com via Hamin Media Group. I'm your host Jimmy T and my usual co-host, they're back as they are every week. But first, let me introduce to you from the Great White North, it is Mr. AMBS and that's Lambs with no L. Ah, Chris Ams, welcome back to Rampage Uncaged my friend and what's cracking lacking? Thanks, man. Thanks. Yeah, I am from the Great White North, although it's getting a lot more green lately. We're finally <laughs> starting to melt. It's it's, uh, it's just beautiful. It's uh, it's like plus four, which means it's just just slightly above freezing now. So it's 
starting to get a little nicer up here. Went for a good long walk the other day out out in the world where Mother Nature wasn't trying to murder me the whole time I was out. And that was that was a lot of fun. But I'm happy to be here and happy to be uh, hopefully recaging this motherfucker because God damn it, I hated this show. Uh, don't even get me started just yet because before we do get started, we're going to introduce our next co-host who is the evil one himself. He is a trust buster. He is Dr. Jeff Lippman. Welcome back to Rampage Uncaged. What's going on with you, Mr. A-plus player? So to the tune of I'm a girl watching you. I'm a trust buster. I'm a trust buster. Uh, watching shit. trust go by. <laughs> my, my, my. Well, <laughs> as you all know, this has been La Sicaria's birthday, so we've been out wow. uh, every night and for brunch this morning, and so <laughs> a lot, a lot of me going outside, and I, I feel, I feel off the clump from all the sun. <laughs> and oh, air come on now, and people. <laughs> Well, well, how is Maryland anyway? Is the sun shining d- down there or? Maryland is the land of pleasant living. Ah, very nice. Very I nice. I mean, you know, except in parts of Baltimore City and other parts too, but, you know, <laughs> but Maryland basically. Except most of the places where people live. I mean, other yeah, than that. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, right. they, they sort of ruin everything anyway. <laughs> You're funny, man. Well, speaking of ruined, I mean, like Chris said, can we re-cage this shit? Because... Oh, man, it's after watching this rampage, it's just all over the place, man. I mean, I don't even know where to start, but we start with the first match, I guess, guys. I mean, but before we go there, is there any news, Jeff, especially you, because you seem to be up to date with all the news, man. Is there anything to report on before we get started? Oh, is there ever? Oh, well, please tell us more. Well, Mercedes Monet, in her second title defense, dropped the title. That's true. I knew it's that. It's a woman who sucks that she was playing about. Mayu sucks. Mayu sucks. I guess not. Oh right? my god. I guess. Dude. I guess she doesn't. I guess she doesn't suck. Um, and uh, I mean, I, that's all I know. I mean, you know, I, I'm still searching for something concrete on this punk stuff uh, and the second show and dollars and cents. I just listened to Andrew Zarian and the guy who broke the story or stoked the story still doesn't have much in the way of detail. So. I you know I I don't know what we should take from any of it. Uh, I don't think we're really going to know anything for sure until around May seventeenth when they have the upfronts. Uh I I still think I've got an inkling that it's going to happen. I mean, doesn't TK have a special announcement this week? He has a special announcement this week, but he also said he has a huge announcement about the future of AEW May seventeenth, which is the same date as the upfronts, which seems to be some sort of synchronicity. Uh, now because. He always comes up with an announcement after you know the ratings announcement. Disappoint. So might he be uh, coitus interruptus in his own announcement? Coitus announceruptuses? Maybe I just made that up. I think, um, or it's totally it sounded wrong. good though. Yeah, I think uh, I think Archimedes came up with it first. Look it up. Um, oh, very nice. But I don't know. Who who knows what 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 else could his announcement be? I'm going to steal this from someone else who posts on Twitter. Maybe he's going to announce where Shaq finally got off to after he disappeared from that ambulance. <laughs> what, from like two years ago? Yes. <laughs> Against Cody? Or, or whatever uh, uh, happened to that woman that they made shave their head to be part of their Nightmare Collective and then, oh. and then she disappeared. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> uh, actually, before I get to you, Chris, can I show you... I mean, no, I posted that Sasha Monet... No, 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 I have to because it oh. is absolutely ridiculous. 
I don't know, Chris, have you seen it? Have you seen, um, not Sasha Monet, Mercedes Monet's little, I don't know what you want to call it. It's just stupid, but have you seen it? Unfortunately, go ahead and show us. <laughs> because <laughs> this shit right here is absolutely ridiculous. But uh, let's uh, let's get to that in a minute. Here it is. Check this shit out. And tell me if you, if you guys can hear it. No. Okay. Not hearing anything, Jimmy. All right, but you guys can see it, right? I can see it. I think it's a sign, though, that that we weren't meant to hear it. No, no, no. no. (laughs) You have to hear it, though. No, for real. We don't. We we really don't. (laughs) Trust me. I'm just trying to figure out in my mind which is easier, to let you do it or to convince you not to do it. She she made another well, stupid song that didn't make any oh, sense and didn't sell any it didn't sell anything it it didn't it didn't get anyone hyped for the match it did absolutely none of what a promo is meant to do other than people wanted to play it on the internet because she looked like a fucking idiot that's it <sighs> a fucking idiot well she he's the fucking something. idiot oh are you trying to upload it All right, let's no no no, no check this out no, yeah no no give it a chance. There's no sound, dude. Can we just really? tell him there's no sound, sound so that he oh, just fuck finishes? It. You know what? I can do Forget it. it. My you sucks. My you sucks. <laughs> suck. My you sucks. 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 My you sucks. Well, anyway, even you don't have to see. You don't even have to hear it to know that this shit sucks. And she made a fool of herself just quietly. I mean, seriously, the people looked unimpressed. I don't know what the fuck she was thinking, but Chris, what the hell was this shit? Well, we know exactly what she was thinking. She was thinking, "What would The Rock and John Cena do oh, in this God. in this case?" Because and, and she's Kenny not Omega. only because she's not only the greatest <laughs> women's wrestler; she's the greatest wrestler in the world, and she's not going to stop until her name is synonymous with that. Which uh, I guess she's going to be wrestling for the rest of time. She's going to have to figure out some kind of magical serum in, in order to get to that point because she's not even the best women's wrestler. She's not the best women's wrestler from America. She's probably not the best women's wrestler from her fucking state. So, um, <laughs> well, no, Sasha, um, you're not good at this unless somebody is uh, curating what you're doing. That's pretty much what I have to say about it. Well, Jeff, does this just show that sometimes professional wrestlers need people like, you know, like writers or whatnot to like re- to tell them to relax and this shit sucks, basically, to tell them that, that it sucks? Because it feels like she's obviously doing her own thing here and she's trying to sort of cater to the Japanese fan base by overly sort of acting, if you want to call it that. And it's just cringe, Jeff. Well, it didn't get over to the Japanese fan base either, is the problem. No, it didn't. Like, That's what's Nobody funny. in that audience started singing along with her. Nobody was <laughs> laughing. It was basically like, what the f- what the, the fuck is this bitch doing? Uh, was basically the reaction from the Japanese fan base. So, Well, I yeah. I'm confused mean... with the legend she wants to be named with because this was more like when Kurt Angle was wearing the little straw cowboy hat and playing the guitar to Steve Austin. Mm-hmm. Um doesn't. She posted on Facebook today that 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 she heard she's broke, um, but then she talked to her accountant. She's still rich. Um, so, really? uh, are you fucking listen, kidding me? Listen, this this was bad, but you know, listen. Let me let me put on skeptical, cynical Jeff. If somebody went to another company, got the title, 
defended it in a in a three-way and then lost it a month later in their second defense and this happened in american promotion all the fans would be saying buried if this if wwe did this to a returning sasha banks they would say they were being spiteful and petty but since oh, it's, Japan, it's beautiful and perfect and everything is wonderful for for the for the sake of consistent jeff she's rich she's made her money this is something she wants to do this is on her bucket list of wrestling accomplishments let her go do it you know if it, it, it sucks to me but i i don't watch japanese wrestling i'm certainly not watching japanese women's wrestling so what do i care and if, <laughs> and as long as she's not doing herself like financial harm you know it, it you know at, at this time like she's not going to need you know gofundmes and have to milk off the the teeth of of nostalgic wrestling fans for routine expenses i don't care what the hell she does if she's having fun great eventually she'll come back to one of the two promotions and you know, do whatever it is that she's going to do. I mean, I, I sort of feel bad for Trinity Fatu, but uh, I really don't because she, you know, she's an adult and she made a bad choice. She really did make a bad choice. That's true. I wonder what WWE actually thinks about her right now. But anyway, we'll see what happens with her in the future. We do have a few comments in the chat because Jinder Mahal is back once again. He Un says, Un <laughs> Uncaged makes Daddy Magic's nipples hard. But oh, the question is, Jinder, does it make your balls hard? Yeah. Jinder, my balls. We're rebranding. <laughs> Professional is P, not penis. <laughs> I said balls, not penis. Okay, and it's, they're part of the same organ. <laughs> Medium M5's in the house saying hi, everyone. Hi. But Jinder also says, Sasha's seeing cream of some young guy. <laughs> God damn it. And Todd says, hey, yo, the Comet King is, is in the, his house. And, uh, man, we've got all sorts. Of, we've got heaps of comments, actually. He even says, I'll take Mercedes Monet makes an ass of herself for 500 bucks. Alex. <laughs> Who's Alex? We don't have $500. I have. <laughs> yeah, who is Alex? <laughs> and apparently, though, Jinder thinks that Vince is booking Sasha in Japan. Vince is everywhere. Ask JD from New York. Vince is doing everything. He's, I mean... I, I I don't know how much rent Vince pays JD because he lives inside that guy's head. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Anyway, guys, uh, well, I guess that was the the news that sort of was breaking yesterday. But let's get into Rampage because... Uh, Sorry, can I mention one other thing oh, just because yes. it's something that uh, that I've noticed a little bit from... <clears throat> well, specifically from wrestling Twitter. Um, the whole idea of whether or not to buy the blue check mark uh seems oh, to be God. a very very big topic in wrestling twitter right now it seems to be that there are two very entrenched sides it's either um you're a sellout and a piece of shit if you buy it um <laughs> yeah or it's or a loser right <laughs> or it's I mean... please leave me alone i just want to have my blue check mark because it's part of what i like um to me, and I sort of said this in one of my in one of my Facebook posts today. It basically is very reminiscent of the whole idea of whether or not you should wear your Sunday best to church. Um, <laughs> when I was going to church, there were people who were very adamant that you had to wear your Sunday best and et cetera. And if you didn't, then you were just kind of a shitty person and you weren't really worshiping God properly. And then there was sort of the opposite side where it was, I'm not going to wear anything better than my jeans and t-shirt and i'm not even going to try to look nice on on sunday and fuck you for for thinking i should and then there was the rest of us who were just we just sort of showed up and enjoyed ourselves at church and didn't really care that much about what everybody else did with their fucking dress um 
that's basically what I would like to see from Twitter, although it's not what I see from Twitter. Um, shockingly, uh, people are very entrenched <laughs> in their camps. And what they ought to do is just say, hey, if you want to if you want to buy a blue checkmark, go the fuck ahead. And if you don't want to buy a blue checkmark, then fucking don't. But don't preach to me about whether about why you're so morally superior to each other based on that ridiculous fucking statement. It's eight dollars a month. It's not. It's and well, and that's the other thing. Um, the last two weeks have really told me that there are an awful lot of people from my past who I think should probably be able to afford eight dollars a month, who apparently fucking can't. So you know, I'm not sure what their finances are like, but get a life, everybody. Just fucking grow right. up. Right, ninety six dollars is their Tuesday night bottle of wine, but they're Fuck. <laughs> but, but, but they're complaining about this. Right, listen, the, the two sides of Jeff. Okay, the one side of Jeff, the cynic, the skeptic, the pessimist, the guy who's always looking at something that's half empty, ass on it's half full for him. This is beautiful. This 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 tells me that the world actually isn't that terrible a place because this being a controversy is the most first world, the most privileged <laughs> complaint argument that there could possibly be about about fake status on a silly platform that you don't pay for anyway. And and people making up that I'm just worried that my fans will be scammed by somebody pretending to be shut up. No, you're not. You just want you just wanted to be verified. It was so obnoxious before that they're verified, but I'm not verified that I'm me. I mean, what I, did they produce a, a birth certificate? Did their mom sign an affidavit? They're verified. Fuck all of you. From the other side of it, listen. I just interviewed the Reverend Gal Gary M. Sylvia, uh, an ordained minister of Dudism, like the dude from Ooh. Big Lebowski. And, yeah, and, and, and very much what Chris finished up with just before is like, whatever floats your boat, man. I don't care. <laughs> Do tell whatever the peace. fuck you want. Just don't tell me that you're better uh, than everybody based on your fucking choice one way or the other. Get I'm a blue pay... check mark. Don't get a blue check mark. Go fuck yourself. Right. And you don't have to tell us that you're going to get it. We'll sing it. It will be there. <laughs> I will play devil's advocate here and say I, wait, I, do, I do I do feel that like something like governments and actual you know that's what I was gonna say rely upon shouldn't have to like like the the Baltimore County government shouldn't have to pay for it. there's but, an but, Amber Alert people should be able to rely on that that aside I don't care I don't care about the New York Times I don't care about the National Review. They can all pay. They can all. They all have to pay for their subscription. To, all of those government, all of the major government things that need to be sent out like that are sent out through text anyway. We get Amber Alerts constantly on our phone, and it's a text message. It's a text message from the government, not oh, yeah. not on Twitter. So, it's I, I don't care. I will say this though, right? The, the only thing I do kind of have a problem with all this hysteria when it comes to the blue check mark. I do think the celebrities and government agencies and whatnot should still have the blue check mark because now Fuck there's the going to be a lot would you say jeff Fuck the celebrities no just for the plain fact that it's it's verified as them you know what let them get it let them get their verified if they have to wait for, for a it. reservation at a restaurant i know but the problem it. is anyone can now do it right so it's not even What's cool anymore to have that blood that blue check that is Fine, exactly but, egalitarianism. You but want to pay for it. You don't. You don't want to pay for it. You don't get it. That's fucking uh, all easy. Right, all right. Then it's how about literally this? Literally one Starbucks coffee a month. I know, it's not about the price. It has nothing to do with the price. Okay. What I mean okay. is, what happens if some crazed fan who's acting like, say, John Cena, decides, oh, you know what? I'm gonna blue 
checkmark this fucking account and act like it's really John Cena, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. That becomes an issue a little bit, don't you think? No, it doesn't. Not at all. It doesn't become an issue at all unless you're a complete fucking idiot who thinks Twitter is the real world. If 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 yeah, well, Juan Cena really uh, if Juan Cena tweets out, "Hey, fuck gay people," then um, what we go back to doing is an interviewer will find John Cena and say, "John, we saw this on your Twitter account," and John goes, "Yeah, that's not me." And then we all get back to to the way our our fucking lives were before Twitter existed. Why is this a problem? If John they- Cena tweets out. You're not going to believe this, but my car broke down in the middle of Palm Desert, and I don't. And there's a truck driver here, but he wants cash to siphon some things, and I don't have any money. So if you could zeal me, uh, 150. If you fall for that, listen. This is this is just the easiest scam that you're going to fall for. You're you're gonna you're gonna be a victim somewhere else. Uh, I mean, stupid people can't be protected from stupid people. That's, yeah. I, I'm not. I, I I don't. Yeah. Fuck if you're going to believe completely ridiculous shit that people tweet out, then I have then I have a Nigerian prince to introduce you to. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and by the way, the reason I didn't have a very good answer to that question, Jimmy, is because I was just creating a fake John Cena account, and I just I just <laughs> paid eight dollars. So everybody, um, you know, since you guys are family, don't fall for it. But everyone else, there's about to be a John Cena scam. <laughs> but that, that, you that's won't be able to see thing. evil dose yeah, <laughs> I, I, i've got to come up with some inspirational quotes and then ask for some money <laughs> well look it I just is i'm stuck in the pacific but somehow there's a i found a, a a polynesian trawler and they said they'll take me for 175 american dollars to the, the manila bay and i don't have any money on me <laughs> Please send help. Uh, yes, please. But my phone is working in the Pacific. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, look, at least with the celebrities and whatnot, they should have at least a different colored tick, just like uh, businesses do, for example. Or why, why are you or, tickets all of a sudden? Why, nope. why you, no, I'm just why saying, you, like, why, you know, why like for example, ticks. <laughs> ticks. Well, you well, know. What do you? What do you like? Only like the white ticks? No, I like the yellow ones saying? because apparently the <laughs> no, which ones, ones are Greek. No, no, they're ticos, ticos. <laughs> no, but really, like for example, WB has got a yellow tick mark, a yellow check mark, right? Same with AEW and whatnot. Wow. Yeah, like uh, Jinder Mahal says, all celebrities need is a gold check mark free, while the common folk pay eight bucks for blue. Well, which no, is you got like, already. Everybody right? here is like everybody like people seem to be completely missing the point do whatever the fuck you want but it should be equal and it should be just as easy for anybody to go do it and just as difficult for anybody to go do it you want your blue check mark you pay your eight dollars you don't want to pay your eight dollars you don't get your blue check mark see, that's it but twitter is smart the way they've done this now but so it's basically just all for money though it's a money grab because now well, the blue check the mark spent 44 billion no, i know i know but get this money? The blue check... Well, he's already making fucking money. The richest but, man in the world has, has figured out a way to make money. Shocking. No, but it's a huge scam because now the common folk will have blue you know, check marks and everybody else will have gold ones. You know what I mean? So what's the point of even getting it anyway? I mean, be sure. Like, but they can like pay for gold said, ones. But they can no, pay for can't, gold No, you can't. You can't. You can't. You have to be some sort of government agency or a business technically to have that. That's fine. I couldn't care less about any of this, really. I, I just think it's funny that the people who, you know, probably are making six figure or multiple six figure and higher incomes are all, you know, they're all up on my back about this. 
and yeah, I, well. you know, and hey, shut up now. Uh, I, I that's how I feel about time. Hey, shut up. Yeah, shut up. Hey, you shut like, up. <laughs> like I said, I couldn't give a fuck. I'm playing devil's advocate here. I'm trying to look at both sides I, of the. There's only one thing I need to know, and that is, as the 67 percent winning vote winner, do I count as a celebrity with a with a free gold check mark? Wow, that's a good question. You're gonna have to uh, email Mr. Musk to find out, actually, Jeff. Then again, you are a lawyer. I'm sure you can pull some strings, right? Of course, yes. I, I, have, <laughs> I have so many guitars here with strings to fit. I've got a, I've got a veritable go. room of harps here with strings to fit. <laughs> uh, Todd he says, I deactivated my Twitter account years ago, and it was literally the best thing I ever did in my life. What about finding the show? Ah, well, yeah. That should be the best thing you've ever done in your life, Todd. Yeah. He's finding us. Uh, and Medium 5 says, supposedly, there is another tier more than $8 a month. I don't know what that is. I don't yeah, know how much that costs. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's get into the Rampage. We'll just get away from that checkmark mess. But speaking of mess, we do start off with John Moxley and Christopher Daniels. Uh, why I have... Yeah, exactly. Wasn't he meant to be retired? Didn't he say he was retired not too long ago, Jeff? Yeah, he's wrestled more matches since he's been retired than before. Strange. I mean, Chris, did you know he was retired? I've heard that, yes, but that seems to have just been a rumor. Well, no, I think officially they did say it on the show, on he one of the shows. He said it on the show. And he, he said it, right, exactly. Well, I don't care if he said it. He's still wrestling, so he isn't <laughs> right. retired because that's not what retired means. I know it's professional wrestling. You know how it is when they say they're retiring. I, I don't get. To, I don't get to say I'm. I'm physically active and literally lay in my bed all day and be like, well, but I said I'm physically active, so therefore, no, you're not what you say. You are what you do. So, ergo, you are not retired if you continue to wrestle. You know how wrestling has its own language and terms that mean different things, like kayfabe and works and shoots and things like that. I think that actually. It's our mistake. It's not retired. It's re-tired. And he was just saying that he was he was tired, tired again. the night before. He slept. He was invigorated. <laughs> but now he's tired again. Is he still the um, head of talent relations in AEW? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Anyway. He's doing a great job. <laughs> oh, very great job. Um, Todd says he, he stands corrected. Sorry, the second best thing I've ever done... Like you said, I stand corrected. And Chris Winland says, "Any sign? You're obsessed, bro. Any sign of Miro yet, fellas? So, does anyone still think Drew McIntyre will end up saving AEW in the no. UK by jobbing out to Jungle Boy or Marco <laughs> Stunt? First of all, um, no, we haven't seen Miro as of yet, Chris. We'll let you know when we do, though. You'll be the first to know, as a matter of fact. Are you and no, maybe Miro is hiding from Chris." It could be. I mean, every week lately, he's been asking us the same thing on every show. Uh, like I said, when we see him, you'll be the first to know. Right. But as far as Drew McIntyre goes, he's not going to AEW. I just don't see it. Chris, do you see it? No, not a chance. Zero, zero chance that that happens unless Drew McIntyre has completely lost his fucking mind. Um <laughs> Which, I mean, I guess is possible, but no, it's much more likely that they go to a, a different um, British wrestler who isn't who isn't currently signed to a particular promotion who has a pretty big name in British wrestling, that being the blue checkmarked Nick Aldis. I'm um, not going to say that. Right. 
So, I mean, they could go and they could get him and they could do basically the same thing. They could do Aldous versus uh, Bulldog's kid and it would get a huge reaction from the British fans. Um, but no, I don't really see any reason why Drew McIntyre would leave other than just he's so much of a mark that he needs to be a champion somewhere. But I think that Drew can probably, and if he can't, he probably should be able to look over at the other company and realize I would literally be their biggest world champion ever. And that's mm-hmm. probably not literally, what would happen. Like, literally the biggest, which means yeah. he ain't winning shit in yeah. AEW. Right, uh, he would go over there and he would job to Jungle Boy. That That, that is 100%. what would happen. One hundred percent, and and like I said, I keep saying this, but it's true. When we first came up with that joke, right, which is not a joke anymore, we were literally joking. As you know, we saw what we saw, but we just I said it as a laugh. No, I but we weren't being dead serious yet, right? And then what do you know? What we said was actually really happening, and here we are. Jeff is I Drew. Mean, they already have the biggest most famous British wrestlers in the world on their on their roster. I mean, are you forgetting Kip Sabian? Are you forgetting <laughs> Pac? Are you forgetting oh, Soraya? I am forgetting Pac. Biggest, I forgot about Pac. I mean, they just signed Nigel McGuinness. What what more do you need to, to fill up Wembley Stadium? Speaking of, well, that's true. Well, Speaking it won't of Pac- be filling up Wembley Stadium anyway because they've released what, uh, what they're going to actually be selling and what they're going to be tarping off. And Have they? roughly forty three percent of the arena is going to be tarped off. So, is that official? It's official as of today. Yeah, Bin okay. Hamin uh, retweeted the 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 master tweet, but it it, it looks pretty official. I mean, listen, I, I don't think they're going to fill up anywhere near forty three percent of it. I fully believe that they'll sell forty three percent of those tickets, and I think that the UK scalpers or tick scalpers playing in that market will learn the lesson of the scalpers stateside is that you better be careful with aw you're probably going to lose a lot of money that said if they overachieve you can always open up more sections it's not it's it's not it's not a big deal so you know whatever it is today is not fixed and or you can add more tarps if you need to i mean so i don't know i you know i like to be pessimistic as but as anyone but whatever they're posting today is is not fixed in concrete I'm hearing oh, from scaring Twitter just a bit earlier. I was reading that apparently they 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 could actually sell out at least sixty thousand right now because the demand has been pretty high apparently in the UK right now. So I mean, I said they won't, they'll be lucky to get fifty. Sixty is really pushing it to me. But if they do get sixty, I would call that a big success. I mean, right, Chris? I mean, again, it depends on what you mean by success. To me, success a successful show makes money. Um, add up everything that they're going to take to uh, rent the arena. Add up everything that they're going to take for um, whatever they're doing for promoting it. Um, add all that up. Add up what they're paying the wrestlers. Add up, uh, you know, everybody's whatever they're making that night. And then tell me that you made more money than all that. And I'll say success and other than that i'll go probably a bad idea um we are forgetting though chris winlin made a, a great comment his last one here that uh oh, no, I was huge to stars that. <laughs> I was uh, the, the the major stars that were missing from the uk are of course the members of the blackpool combat club because uh, they're from there so they are they absolutely are from there they're from blackpool as a matter of fact mm-hmm. or is it pocket pool they're from maybe they should change their name to the wembley combat club <laughs> 
right? It could be the WCC, and I could call them the Workers' Comp Commission. <laughs> oh, boy. I mean, seriously. Uh, yeah, well, they're the biggest stars from the UK right now in AEW, no doubt about it. I, I mean, I forgot that. Blackpool's I mean, yeah. own, or Pocketpool's own, I don't know. I mean, one or the other, but either way, they're from Blackpool. They're from the UK, and they're the biggest stars from the UK right now. Um, Chris also said, though, would they push Nick Aldis, though, or again make him lose to Commander after a 20 minute clinic? What kind, uh, what kind of cl- well, first of all, you spelled Aldis and Commander wrong, uh, and I'm not sure what kind of clinic it would be. But <laughs> to the K, I, bro. <laughs> point of fact, and and I don't know this, I don't know the status of their contracts, but Nick Aldis is currently with Impact. Right, but he hasn't signed a long term contract. Yeah, but it, it only needs to be a two month contract to, for it to be a problem for this show. I, I I personally think there's something up with Nick Aldis because he should have been signed by one of the big two by this point. But for whatever reason, I, uh, he hasn't. I think we know what's up with him is that him and his him and his wife are in business with Conrad. They want to get into the. Oh, that's business. true. That's true too. Uh, and they are bringing uh, Starcast but, actually down Monica the woods this year. I mean, Billy Corgan said that Nick Aldis was far and away the most, the highest paid person in NWA. He was paid as both wrestling talent and as as the executive vice president and showrunner. So he he was probably making a quarter of a million dollars, or so he probably thinks that he's worth that somewhere else. And ain't nobody paying Nick Aldis a quarter of a million dollars. Well, America. if you if you pay two point five apparently for Nyla Rose, <laughs> I'll pay at least one and a half for Nick well, Aldis. I mean, we're paying two point five. According to all, look it up, type it, please. It, it's on numerous sites. I was shocked when I when I read this. Right, there was no chance. I I, I looked at yeah, no. multiple sites, man, and they all said the same thing. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's the apparently what they. I can show to. you multiple sites that say that Australia isn't real. It, it doesn't. That's make true it too. <laughs> that is true. But I'm I not mean, real. They remember. Cody three million a year. Yet they're paying Nyla Rose two and a half million. I don't remember the last time Nyla Rose was on TV. Oh no, that's true, and that's good. I'm happy about that. But I, uh, Chris, it's just uh, <laughs> I mean, if they're paying two or two and a half million dollars to stay off of TV. I, I can't believe it either. I was shocked. But like I mean, again, you're the it's probably bullshit. Smartest person in, in wrestling, maybe even the first <laughs> above Miro or just below him. So listen, if they're paying Nyla Rose two point two point five million dollars a year, let me just say that I will shave and get myself a dick flap and I'll be I'll 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 go be part of the women's roster too. Like <laughs> uh, what was that fucking um trans athlete that won the women's ncaa was it was it swimming or something leah like that? thompson leah thomas thomas, thomas. yeah leah is Tom- that even- thompson was the actress <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's ridiculous that they even allow i don't know what the hell to call it but the fact that you know in, in professional wrestling i don't care puberty. in professional wrestling i couldn't care less yeah. um in actual sports it it, it i mean it's either going to be the erasure of women athletes or it's or, or it's going to need to be combated like it's going to need to be tamped out because you just you cannot compare women athletes to male athletes in almost anything um even serena williams who's probably the greatest tennis player of all time as a female has said Absolutely. a number of times we can't compete with the men in tennis and that's just tennis 
Never mind combat sports. Never mind things where you're actually having to use your upper body strength, etc. There are a very few things that that in terms of sporting, women are better at than men, too. Um, in Finland and in Sweden, for instance, um, uh, shooting is actually separated by sex to protect men's sporting because mm-hmm. women are better shots than men. And that's, that's, that is a natural fact of, of our eyes, of the way that our brains work. So it's okay to separate men from women in, in terms of athletics and say, don't they do that. That's not fair. Cold women. dicks from 1500 <laughs> yards away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. There, the, so there is a separation between what, what men are good at, what women are good at just naturally. And most of what we do as sports um, men happen to be better because most sporting events need fast twitch muscles, which we have more of needs uh, upper body strength, which we have more of. And I mean, th- those kinds of things are just naturally going to be a part of a man's uh, physiology more than it, more than it's going to be for a woman. I mean, you, you could not tell me Amanda Nunes is by far and away the best MMA fighter of all time in her of weight class. Time, I mean, sure, right. for women, right? She's 145 pounds. There is nobody in the top 20 of the male 145 pound division who you wouldn't make a huge favorite over Amanda Nunes in a fight. So stop. Like it doesn't, it does not mean that women aren't great athletes. They are, but to, cons- but to, but to expect them to compete against men, it isn't fair to them, and it'll mean the erasure of women's sports if you if we don't stop it. And that includes trans men trying to be females and going into female sports. That's just not fair, and it's just stupid. And they need to change that shit. I don't care about equality. Well, I mean, bullshit. very recently, very recently, my country actually had a very clear example of this, where a man who was. Um, who was a man, he looks like me with a big red beard and, and a giant forehead, showed up at a weightlifting competition. Now, he is the trainer for Team Canada's um, weightlifting competitions. He showed up. He marked himself down as female. Nobody questioned oh, it. I heard about this. I've you can't question this. it right. anymore. He, right, with right. his great big red beard, went and he broke the female <laughs> lifting record by over 100 pounds. And do you know what? And do you know what the former person who held the record, who was a trans woman, said? That's what? not fair. Oh. <laughs> Come on, dude. Serious? I did hear about that though. I actually did. How did that? Ha- I mean, clearly this. Bl- Can I call him a bloke? I, I mean, I, I don't know what the right thing to do in that situation. I mean, you're only the second most popular host, so but I'll allow it. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. I know, look at this guy. He, he done a Biden on us. He paid the blue check marks to vote for him and everything. But anyway, look, let's not go there f- just yet. You shut up now. <laughs> I just no, no. But for real though, is he meant to be trans though, Chris? Because you're telling me he's got a beard. No, he clearly was not trans, and he was making right, a that's point. That's why I'm saying he showed up to make a blood. point. Right? Yeah. No, that guy showed up to make a point. It was right, that look, guy. <laughs> this is clearly unfair, right? And I'm going to show how unfair this is. This is a guy who's married with kids. He's okay, been a, right, right. he's been that's a weightlifter his whole life. He right. showed up and marked himself down as a female to prove a point, and I think it proved the point quite well. Wow! Well, this entire time I've been picturing George Costanza. Coming out of an igloo with like the Han Solo on Hoth Ice Planet, Parker going, I was in the Arctic. 
<laughs> I was in the Arctic. Minion 5 says, Meanwhile, the Dutch are why we have all this going on in the first place, but that is a convo for another day. Actually, elaborate more in the chat, Medium 5. I don't know what you mean by that. Is it the Dutch? I'm not the, sure. I don't, know what he means. I don't know what he means either, but as a German, I fully agree with whatever he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> Jinder says, and this is going to you, Chris. Chris, watch stripper football with women and tell me that's not good. I mean, I'm sure it's great. Listen, I love like there's lots of women's sports that I love when I'm watching the Olympics. One of the two or three highlights for me is women's hockey. I love watching the women play hockey. Um, uh, women's boxing. I watch women's boxing religiously. Oof. Women's MMA is great. I love watching it. There's women's nothing MMA wrong is great. with Absolutely. women's sporting can be fantastic and it can be lots of fun to watch. And I fully support it. What I don't support is. I, what I wouldn't support is Mike Tyson suddenly be deciding that he's Michelle Tyson and getting into women's <laughs> boxing. That would not be Michelle supported Tyson. by me. Fucking Michelle Tyson, no shit. Uh, what, voice. <laughs> well, not really. He's already got a high pitched voice. I mean, <laughs> but anyway, me five also says women may be better shot. A better shot, I assume he means. But in the US, they had to invent a ten millimeter bullet and gun for women due to they couldn't handle the kickback of a nine or a glock right just what we need to make women better at murder uh, he's got to, he they're probably lagging has a behind point. i mean come on in terms of mur in terms of the murder numbers they're lagging way behind we have to do something to help they them have to catch up yeah uh, and he also says about the dutch thing won't go into it here this isn't the avenue for it okay keep keep politics out of wrestling talk you're the that one that brought it up <laughs> you okay. brought it up damn it Oh anyway, uh, yeah. all right. Well, this that's let's the end of that conversation, right? Let's get back mm -hmm. into it. Anyway, we're at John Moxley defeating Christopher Johnny Daniels, British star John Moxley, the, the Blackpool Zone John Moxley beating the probably the fallen angel guy, Christopher Daniels, right? And he's fallen very deep, apparently. But uh, anyway, he he's formally retired, Christopher Daniels, but he loses anyway. And how, this match, and how much time did it take John Moxley to to beat this guy with one bloody eye? And and it was and about five minutes, hurt. really, to be honest. It, it, it was twelve minutes. This from, was it? They Way start. They had no long. intros. The show started with them in the ring. It was right. I'm not talking about the intros though. So even there twelve minutes no without the intros, there was no intro. The show I know, I know. Up and they were so the whole match was twelve minutes without the intros. wild thing. There was no whatever fallen angels. They do that know. every week, anyway. I mean, technically, they put the entrances live on YouTube. Anyway, the answer is it was twelve minutes. Yes. Wow. I mean, it, not look. I'll be honest. The match was was just shit to me, and I was kind of looking at Twitter at the same time. But twelve minutes. I mean, yeah, I mean, it should take John Moxley less than four minutes to beat Christopher. I mean, don't disrespect the Christopher Daniels, but I mean, I don't know what the point of this was. They they turned it into a little story later on. It might have made sense if they did the later on segment earlier to explain why Christopher Daniels is in a ring with John Moxley at all. But this match was sloppy, and I don't know. Christopher Daniels sort of forgot how to sell. I mean, at the end, Moxley's doing the elbow swing, and he's like, it's just like making a cartoonish face. Uh, Chris, you seem impressed. Please well, elaborate. Well, Daniel's neck has been fucked for forever, right? So, mm -hmm. I mean, he can't move the way that he once moved. And even when he did move the way he once moved, he still didn't <laughs> move terribly cleanly. Um, he's a great, 
great mind for the professional wrestling. I love Christopher Daniels um, in terms of his career. I think he's had a really great career in wrestling and have nothing but good things to say about him. But if he's retired, then be fucking retired. And if he's not retired, <laughs> then just say you're going to come. You're going to do special matches then. That's fine. Um, went way too long, like most matches with top guys in this company. I mean, I, I talked about this. I talked about this the other week. I mean, 15 minutes for Jay White to beat Commander. Um, unacceptable. I mean, completely unacceptable. Uh, 12 minutes for Moxley to beat Christopher Daniels. Not a way that you get a guy over. Um, and yeah, I didn't get the point of it either where Moxley shook his hand afterwards. I oh, guess God. so that he could, so that he could, you know, uh, trick Christopher Daniels into thinking that it was safe to, to not um, automatically uh, turn his back on the, I mean, there's four of them. Who gives a fuck what Christopher Daniels thinks? If you're going to attack him afterwards, just fucking attack him. And on top of that, he looked like a big goofball later on in the show when he when he said, oh, I guess, you know, you still got some honor, John. You know right. what I mean? Well, that, that's shaking Please. hands. That's code of honor. But right. this wasn't it's on Ring of Honor television. <laughs> exactly. And they weren't saying that, that there's going to be a rematch on Ring of Honor with code of honor rules. I mean, Code of Honor rules. I mean, again, if they ran into each other in the back yeah. and Christopher Daniels was in street clothes and the whole thing played out, at least it would have told the story why why this match is happening. It wouldn't have been good, but at least it would have made more sense. But this, I, 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 I the only thing I want to say about this in the segment is that when you saw John Moxley and Claudio next to Christopher Daniels, they looked like the Oof. fucking brothers of destruction. They did. That's true. They looked huge, as Chris would say. Compared to Mr. Little uh, Christopher Daniels. Huge. But this is just, yeah. Like you said, Chris, when when I first saw the handshake, I'm like, well, geez, is he, isn't he he a heel? Why is he freaking shaking hands with Christopher Daniels? But I guess we got the and swerve. And then just for the sake of the swerve? like, right. is, like which is a no, shock, a shit like, swerve, mind you. Somebody's got to tell us, is the boss booking for AEW again? Because, like, <sighs> like you know, like. The swerve for the sake of the swerve definitely felt like Vince Russo. <laughs> yeah, I mean, are, I mean, is the BCC fallen so low that their story is now no longer with the elite, but it's with Christopher Daniels? Well, technically, Christopher Daniels was sort of aligned with the elite in the past, so I guess. Yeah, even though his former tag team partner storytelling. was an elite hunter. Hey, right. well, he's been aligned with them. He's also been aligned against them. I mean, they were the addiction. They were... Uh, SCU. I mean, they were their rivals, exactly. also. I mean, yeah. I mean, not if do... you watch Being the Elite, they weren't. <laughs> well, I, I happen to go. My my net wrestling memory goes before Being the Elite. But I mean, Christopher Daniels. It's known, like in kayfabe, in reality, he's an EVP for uh, talent relations. So I mean, a that may be why the the BCC would be angry at them, I suppose. But though they've got no punishments, but would wouldn't it be like dumb? To like mess with the bosses, like they can fine you and sanction you and fire you and shit like that. I mean, does doesn't that? Oh, no. I mean, it would have made something if they told the story before that you see the BCC going, the lead on here. Let's fuck with some of their. Let's fuck with some of the inner circle. There's some of the some of their marktards. Who's here? Daniels is here tonight. Let's trick him into a match. I mean, <laughs> trick him into give, give us give us something. I mean, this this just seemed really random and for valuable television time it shouldn't be wasted on a 52 or 53 year old man who said he's retired on national tv a year and a half ago 
Yeah, no, I agree 100%. I mean, look, like you guys said, I was a fan of his back in the day, but that was back then. Sure. Not now. Now he doesn't belong in the ring. Like, he just do your job, Chris, and worry. Let the others worry about. I was the a fan of Bret Hart, too. He probably shouldn't work a match. <laughs> oh, definitely not. Definitely not. But he's still the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be, apparently, right, Chris? I mean, come on. But not, not in the present. That's true. Not in the present. Definitely not in the present. Well, anyway, speaking of the present, let's uh, move on from there because Mox immediately, uh, what's it called, breaks the hold when the bell rings. He shakes Daniel's hand after the match in a show of respect, as I said before, but we'll get to what happens a bit later. Uh, also, Mark Sterling and Jade Cargill are interviewed backstage. They say that Taya Valkyrie will be disqualified next week if she uses Road to Valhalla against Cargill in their TBS title match. Boys, he's one... There's totally a cause of action in law for barring a particular move in a professional wrestling match. <laughs> the, the, this, is, this is stupid. This is not the first time they've done this thing, but... Every week Jane they having do her makeup done and not and declining to be interviewed just with a wave of a hand or never looking up was amazing sports entertainment. <laughs> amazing sports entertainment. It was. She was she was terrific in this. And as stupid as it was, Mark Sterling played his role well. But it's stupid, and I have a feeling that he comes up with these stupid storylines because all of the storylines involving him are of different levels of this kind of stupidity. They, you know, some of them may be multi-lane highways, some of them may be one-way routes, but they're, they're all the same kind of stupidity. Yeah, well, that's true. Chris, what's your take, man? I don't have much more to say other than what Jeff already said, which this is stupid. This, there's nothing in here that has anything that has any legal legs whatsoever. And you could do interesting things with a, with a legal character in professional wrestling, I think. But... I mean, this is not the way to do it. Again, I've I've made this comparison before, but it's like She-Hulk was meant to be a courtroom was meant to be a courtroom comedy. So they went and hired people who didn't know anything about the law or comedy. Uh, so great. I mean, they did tell me one thing. They told me how they're going to maintain Jade Cargill's uh, streak and why she's going to keep the belt because. Taya Valkyrie is going to use her move. She's going to win with it. And oh, then no, someone's so going to dumb. remind the ref that, that, that she's not allowed to use. They're, they're going to throw a piece of paper there. And and while Taya's going like this, this, she's going to turn around and she's going to walk into the, the bro kick and and then the, the, the jaded and then Jade Cargill's going to retain. So they, they basically gave me, they, they gave me the book in a, the end of the match. The only thing I would not mind if she does it right off the bat so the ma the bell rings bang she does the move and then it's over that would kind of save her kind of right i'm just about... disqualified you mean right Perfect. straight away though right but if they do a match like, like a long sort of winded match when i say long i'm talking about 12 to 15 it only minutes. makes sense if her goal is to hurt her not get the title and her goal is to get the title so i i, I don't know I mean, right well then she's either she's dumb either way then right i mean if she does it at first She's stupid. If she does it towards the end of a match, she's still stupid. So at the end of the day, this well, is just folks, stupid booking. I'm pretty sure that you heard it here first. We this this is this is I've just booked the end of this match, or I I've, <laughs> I've interpreted the booking of the end of this the finish. No, it's definitely that's what's gonna happen. I mean, he's got a point, right, Chris? I mean, seriously. I mean, it's 
stupid. It, it, the whole thing is very, very dumb to the point of just. I kind of want it to be over already. I don't even. I don't even like this to be honest with you. Like I, I agree with Jeff that uh, Jade has incredible physical charisma, um, and she comes across as a star when she does give interviews and stuff like that. I mean, she really does. She really does sports entertainment incredibly well. She's still not a very good wrestler, um, but she's getting better. She's not as bad as when she first started. Um, and I don't know, I, I would like to see a situation. I, and I think it might be good too, if you wanted to book this a little bit longer and if you wanted to get a little more legs out of this, um, <clears throat> you have Ty Valkyrie hit the jaded after a 10 minute match or whatever, but the referee immediately disqualifies her. Um, it, it goes down as a disqualification win for the champ. And then, um, somebody else comes in. Tony Khan says, I don't like the way that this happened. We're going to have a rematch, but both women can use their, can use their finish. Um, and whoever wins gets to keep their finish. And then Jade wins. You get a little more legs out of it. Another, uh, you know, another match against Taya Valkyrie won't hurt Jade at all. It'll probably help improve her. Um, but that's only if they want to continue this a little bit longer. But but wouldn't that be stupid though in a way as well? Because that just makes TK look like a fool, if you get what I'm saying. Only TK, because he... it does a great job of that all by himself. He doesn't need my help to make him look. Well, stupid. that's right. Because at the end of the day, he hasn't mentioned, like, hasn't said nothing about this situation at He's all. Been very right? quiet lately. I I'm <laughs> I'm a little worried about him. To be honest, all I want to say is is, is James Gunn. I know you're listening. Just cast this woman to be Power Woman in the new DCU. You cannot do better. She she already looks the part, and she can totally rock the the whole open thing with Tapu Bop and and still look like she could kick your ass. She probably she probably should have been She Hulk. She oh, would have for been sure. Awesome or or Jade in Mortal Kombat, literally. Yeah, but let's let's put her in something good. Yeah. Oh, well, that's true. That that's actually true. Although she looks better, I think, in the Jade outfit, though, dude. Okay, we get it. You want her to be that, Jade. We, 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 we Jade. now know. We now what goes on inside your fantasy head. I got it. No, hey, absolutely no. That's, some, that's no, nah, man. Jade that's no fantasy ways. of mine. Jade on Jade action. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucked. Jade squared. Anyway, da, 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 da. Jade squared. Jade squared down under. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anywho, let's move on from this ridiculousness because either way, it's going to be stupid. Everyone's going to look dumb in this shit, including TK. But like we said, it's not like uh, you need to do anything. I mean, because you'll just make yourself look dumb. But speaking of dumb, the next part is it gets even dumber. I mean, we see the Hardys and Hook and Isaiah Cassidy come out to the ring. This is brilliant. Jeff says he has worked so hard to return AEW and the crowd chants welcome back. He thanks them but says the smartest thing to or the smartest thing or him to do is retire apparently. And the crowd just sort of was shocked. I was kind of shocked when I first heard that. I'm like, what? Did he just say he's gonna retire? And I then he says But I'm not that smart. <laughs> right. But then he says, from screwing up. And everyone's like, Yay, woo! I mean, seriously. Anyway, he goes on to say Hardy plans to spend the rest of his career in AEW. And Matt wants to talk about the firm wait, deletion. Wait, 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 wait. You, you cannot stop. 
But you can't stop there because what he said is that he's going to end his career on an extremely high note. Oh yes, he did note. say that. Right, right, right. What kind That's of choice true. of words is that for that idiot? That's true because clearly, <laughs> oh, clearly, what's on his mind is anything but quitting shit. Hence why I said in my head that Jeff Hardy's still on man. Christopher Daniels' right eye inserted into Jeff Hardy's right eye. So now Jeff Hardy has three quarters of his eyes completely bloody. <laughs> only like one segment being uh, white Corona or whatever. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Is Christopher Cor- Daniels' eye still... Like, yeah, still on your mind? I'm pretty still. sure the only reason they put him on TV is because the visual of Come one on, basically iron, iron black red eye, you know, blood red eye looks sort of scary. I never noticed that this time around, but you're telling me it's still bloody. Well, just like Mole, you're welcome. Ah, why again? And yes, Jeff Hardy, half of his eye is red. No, I'm talking about which eye is. I'm talking about Daniels, though, in particular. No, 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 that's entirely red. I mean, that's still it's so dark red. I mean, I've I've had that same injury before, and and it didn't take that fucking long to to heal. His 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 is forever. Is it? it? So it's permanently you lost that. His, his, his is going to be permanent. Like Biden has that too. Like remember that that one time, like half of his eye filled up with blood. It's like <laughs> it's like you have like a capillary that, that and you can't cauterize, you know, inside an eye very easily. Wow. Well, like I said, I've had the that only say, question I'm I sure. have for Biden is which which young child's blood was it that filled up in his eye? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which which? Well, Chris. I don't know if you've ever had your uh, your eye uh, vessels pop in your eye before, but um, I have, and like I said, I recovered from it pretty quick. But uh, I didn't know you can have a permanently red eye. I guess. Yep. Moving That's on. That's fucked up. Wow, hey, you don't even want to say nothing about that. I don't no. blame you, because this shit right here was just stupid. But anyway. Matt continues on saying he'll let him know more when the time's right. He's talking about Stokely. The firm then ambushed the baby faces from behind. Ethan Page then drops so Cassidy. What was Stokely with the... asking him? Uh, well, Stokely wants to know more details about the firm deletion match. That's what hey, he what's asked. The, what are the rules of this match? Well, I guess there's no fucking rules, right? Right. Matt will tell him. Well, there you go. Well, anyway, Ethan Page then drops Cassidy with the ego's edge as Big Bill and Lee Moriarty drag him up the ramp. But the Hardys run off the heels with chairs. See, it Whoa. seems to me like if you're gonna have like a wrestling, uh, if you're gonna have a you know a, a lawyer in wrestling, this is the kind of thing that they probably could come up with a reasonable excuse to to force somebody. Hey, we want to know what's you know what the rules are for the match. I'm not telling you. Here's my lawyer to tell you why you have to tell me because I'm about to compete in a match against you. Um, right. Anyway, aside from that, I love Jeff Har- Jeff Hardy's promo here. Um, it, it, really? it, I was very it it brought me back to the time when he came back one of the last seventeen times he's come back from screwing <laughs> up, where he said that he was planning on screwing up again and then eventually not screwing up again after he came back to AEW um, for the fifteenth time. Um, so yeah, Jeff Hardy is a liar, and please don't anybody get it in their head that Jeff Hardy is going to not screw up again. No, he's going to fuck up said, again has retired from screwing up because that's very unlikely. Extremely unlikely, I dare say, oh, because... Oh, <laughs> I see what I did there. No, but really, <laughs> in all honesty... <laughs> that's funny, Chris. But no, but for real, he's always lied about this shit. He's always said the same promo every time he has come back from some sort of rehab. He will fuck up again because... 
unfortunately, and I'm not judging him for this because I've got no right to judge him, but he's a lifelong fucking whatever he fucking takes, yeah? I mean, I just... he should say something to the effect of, listen, I'm back. I've tried to get myself better, and I'm going to do the best that I can to stay, simple. you know, to, to be able to finish my career here in AEW, um, you know, at the top of the mountain instead of saying on a high note. Um, <laughs> top of the mountain, yeah, exactly. Uh, t- you know, the there's, a lot of thing, there's a lot of things that <laughs> ought to be said that aren't said in professional wrestling, but, I mean, even on a, even on a personal level, like, I hope that Jeff Hardy is able to – get himself right but i don't think he will be so him promising that he's gonna you know stay clean and sober and blah 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 don't do that just say i'm gonna do the best that i can for you because i love the fans and i love wrestling that's all he needed to say but you know what's funny about him this is the same guy that got busted and raided by the fbi for selling drugs do you guys remember that back in 07 i think it was Literally, the FBI raided his damn house. Jeff Hardy's an addict, so I mean, you know, and and professional and, wrestling and a supplier, is, apparently, Jeff. Well, well, I don't know if he is anymore <laughs> or not, but anyway, oh, wow. professional wrestling is probably one of the worst environments to be in for that. In yeah, that no, he's old, it's hard to move, and his his and there's pain normally, but the kind of wrestling that that is his style, that is all he really knows to do, is extremely, you know, hard. And there's travel, and you're on the road, and you're with. I mean, I guess one of the understand things, that, right? Yeah, but, you're with you know a lot of young people, and you know there's late nights and long days, and and there's and, and, rent. and you're and you're in pain, and you you know, and you have to manage that pain, and and his style is is going to be unforgiving. It's only going to get worse and worse. Uh, you know, I, I think he's in his mid forties now. He's like 44, 45, something like that, um, and his body probably is. 10 or 12 years older than that is just from the wear and tear he's put on it. I don't know. I mean, it's not a good formula. I I mean, this, this, you know, yes, can it end another way, but the odds are against him just like it's been against almost everyone else in professional wrestling that's, that's gone down this road. And even the ones who come out on the other end die young. Scott Hall died at 63. Uh Yeah, but that's, I mean, he was on hard shit, obviously. He did have hard problems. You think there. you think that Jeff's just yeah. smoking weed? Like, what, what do you no, mean? No, no, no. I'm talking about Scott Hall. No, 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 no. But at the time, he died because he fell and due to hip surgery complications, he's technically. Yeah, but why do you think he need, why do you think he fell or why do you think he needed hip surgery? At, why at do you think his age? body was so weak at 30, at 63 that it well, couldn't that's survive hip surgery? Also, you think Jeff Hardy is not going to need hip surgery? Probably eight years oh, no, before Scott Hall will. I mean, oh, no, 100%. Matt Hardy needed hip Matt Hardy surgery definitely 16 does. Right. years ago. So, right. Wait, did he get hip surgery? Matt Hardy, I think he did, didn't he? If he did, it's malpractice. Yeah, they needed. They need to get him back in there. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, uh, like, oh, well, there you there go. You Medium go. 5 yeah. says it right there. Well, we just said, yes, physically he can't move. Look at Matt and his hips. Exactly. He continues on saying... I'm in pain every fucking second, but I do not take more from my doc or at home, and it's easy to. And I can vouch for that because I've spoken to him personally. So this is yeah, and this whole thing is sad because this is. I mean, this, this whole thing was supposed to get private party over and one of private nothing party for is Zaya, dude. So nothing for private party, and somehow they shoehorn Hook in there, who get who gets right. all the the young heat in a good way from this. So so private party. Listen, the first time I saw private party, I'm like. Yeah, no. But a lot of people were invested in them. People were um, comparing them to the Street Profits, funny enough. 
Yeah, I, yeah, I like know. the Wish version of the Street Literally. Profits. Yeah, I mean, they want a clever thing where the guy goes out the ring over the other guy's back and then sort of rolls back in. Okay, terrific. It was I cool. do like this song because it's just cheesy as fuck and just that shots. It's a pr- shots. it's a private party, but you're all invited. <laughs> no, <laughs> what's private about that party? <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. It's never private. That's another thing. That's right. I mean, geez, it is what it is. And where's his uh, tag partner? He's injured. Oh, I mean, what? What? You mean someone yeah. in AEW worked a style that got them injured, and therefore they're not able to I'll, get over? I will. Say, yeah, well, I will say this. So I'm being the elite on one episode, right? I don't know if you guys ever knew this. No, right, but we never. No, no, saw no this it. is funny. You probably didn't, but I don't know if you heard about it. This is this is a while ago, but Boogeyman had a no disqualification backyard match against um <laughs> against Private Party. To say that was a fucking uh, abomination. Is is another thing, but you guys should check it out just for the shits and giggles. But anyway, it was pretty funny. Uh, next though, we move on as we get a recap of the Jericho and the Outcast attack on Adam Cole and Brie Baker from Dynamite, as well of a backstage footage of Cole pretty much being a cuck and apologizing to Baker for being a a cuck, basically. So uh, it was so dumb. I promise you'll be all right, Brie. And while she's moaning, ah uh, ah. Uh, I promise you'll be all right. He said it about ten times. Jeff, How did he promised that. I, I exactly. How does he know? I mean, he saw that the kendo shots were hor- horrifically light. So that, and they said, "I'm so sorry. I should have known this." How should like you have over known? Over and over and over this and over. Is, this, this doesn't make any sense. None of it made any sense. But okay, but, you know, it was a great cuck angle, though. It was yeah. it was great watching. It was great, you know, that he was tied up and had to watch Britt take shots from somebody else's stick. Just actually, awesome. he wasn't even tied up, Chris. I don't know if you saw the botch with that, but the chain wasn't even attached to the fucking. No, no it was. His hand is too small. His wrist is so skinny. Oh, ah, there you go. That's um, all, there you go. This is, I mean, listen, the first time it happened, Chris said it, Adam Cole is going to be a very boring baby face. And this is no matter what they do around. He's him, not a natural still, baby face. He's yeah. He's still, he's a, he's a, he's a boring, whiny baby. He's an face. awkward baby face. Yeah. And yeah. a whiny one. Exactly. Right. It's true. Uh, which is weird because he's so small. You think he'd be good at wrestling underneath, but it's somehow he's given himself a, a, a Shawn Michaels persona with, with a Marco stunt build. <laughs> well said <laughs> couldn't have put it any better myself Chris do you have anything to say about that um that was a really good line Jeff that was um, <laughs> no that's <laughs> I stopped did you notice I stopped I stopped wandering I just... you got yeah. it you hit it that's that's the, you're done there yeah um no again like who cares man like this guy is an absolutely boring baby face to the point of like you can't feel sorry for him either. And that's the other thing. Here's his hot girlfriend coming out, you know, and, uh, you know, she basically dominates her match that she had on the night so that the crowd would feel good. And then she gets hit with a kendo stick a couple of times and we're supposed to suddenly have sympathy for them. Why? Throw some, get, get some hard skin for crying out loud. But your nose has been broken how many times? She has a shiner every week and she's going to cry over a little kendo stick. Really? Like, Really? I mean, seriously, it's didn't even leave us backwards. I mean, we we've seen like lots of kendo fights recently, where and we've seen what wrestlers' backs look like when they took hard shots. Well, I'm sure she's had a lot of hard shots in her time, actually. Jeff. I just I just <laughs> laid that up for you, then. <laughs> you did. Why does it always have to That's be what you fault, think Jeff. it is? 
your fault. <laughs> Why? You know what the answer to your questions sh- always are. <laughs> oh, Professionalism. Profe- touche, Jeff. Touche. Anyway, um, let's move on from that cuck fucking shit. Because he's just dumb, stupid, and just, yeah, everything of the above. Uh, next, we get even more stupid, though. I mean, it's Keith Lee and Dustin Rhodes cutting a promo saying they'll be back together. Get this in tag action next Friday on Rampage. Now, that sounds like a bad porno, Chris. I mean, what are they, naturally limitless? Is that, <laughs> is that the, the deal? Um, naturally limitless. Wow. That's, that's, that's perfect. And for tag action again, do do we even is is it? I mean, is it Swerve and Brian Cage, or is it just no? It's 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 Brian, it's Swerve and the Cages, or is it what? Swerving the Cages? Maybe he should know. be doing that, swerving away from Cage. Maybe, maybe he should be swerving away from this entire thing. <laughs> I mean, this should have ended a long time ago. To, uh, like it's starting to feel a lot like a lot like the Jungle Boy Christian feud. Just end already. Like I, oh, I, I want to see these guys go on and do something else interesting now because so far, like to me, they're kind of miscasting Swerve here Ooh, as like this time. as like this you know real dastardly heel. I mean, the and, way that he works hurt too, man. Like butthurt big time. The way that he works, you want to cheer for him. He is a natural baby face. Um, his movement in the ring is just too much fun. You're always going to have people go, whoa, that was cool um, at what he does. So unless he's going to change his style and start working more with stiff punches and kicks and stuff like that, then he shouldn't be in that position. But again, you could try to do something interesting with both of these guys. You just got to get them away from each other. And I, I mean... I don't know how much uh, Keith Lee or Dustin Rhodes really have by themselves. Maybe together they can be a little less limited. Haha, <laughs> see what I did there? Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm not interested in this. Well, I, I mean, know about Swerve as a, a can't be a heel. I think that he. Yeah, I, th- wrestles, yeah, I agree with that. He's, he's leonine in his movement, you know, so I, I think that can work either way. But I mean,. They had a perfectly easy route on this one to tie these. I'm not even sure this would be more interesting or not, but this whole thing with with, with Swerve and 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 Keith Lee and Dustin Rhodes d- doesn't need to happen. I mean, didn't this whole thing with Cole and Jericho start over a Keith Lee match? So wouldn't it be that Swerve hires the Jericho Appreciation Society or enters into alliance with them to go after Keith Lee? And now Adam Cole got into into Jericho's business, so now that's that's the feud. It's Keith Lee and Adam Cole versus Swerve and Jericho and their associates. Maybe Dustin Rhodes comes in to you know take on Hager or whatever they've got to build their you know their their strange little alliance. But I mean, they they just dropped the whole you know Keith Lee's like, I almost respect you for getting the win. Why? Uh, I mean. Why would you respect Jericho? Do you think he arranged it with Swerve through with Bell? If that was the case, then those stories should intersect. It shouldn't be back to Dustin. So it doesn't even make sense in in the canon of AEW, except that the only canon of AEW is that things often don't make sense. So yeah, this is weak. But if this, I mean, both these guys, they were supposed to separate to elevate both of them. And just like a lot of times we see in, in AEW, they have nothing to do with them. So they brought them right back to where they are in a feud with each other 
in tag team in a tag team feuds with partners who, who they have no real history with. So none of it is none of it. They, they make people who could be interesting, like a one on one feud between Keith Lee and, and Swerve. Okay, let them have a trilogy. I don't care. Let the, you could do interesting things, contrast in style. But now, now they're drawn back into the tag team on Rampage with Rando, Brian Cage, and Dustin Rhodes. Who gives a fuck? What What's the relationship with Keith Lee and Dustin Rhodes? And what's the relationship with Swerve and Brian Cage? Why Why did he hire it's Brian? Nah, 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 nah. Well, why didn't he hire the other two guys from the embassy? I mean, you're hiring an army. He keeps saying, I'm bringing soldiers. He keeps bringing the same soldier. <laughs> what happened to his other soldiers, mind you? I don't know. They just go poof in the night? Is that what happened? I don't know. Maybe he doesn't have the same money that Ari Davari has. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Maybe so. <laughs> well, well, they did go from the trust busters to Swerve, so maybe Swerve does have more money he's a mogul after all right i mean well he's a mogul affiliate so i'm not i'm not sure who's a, no no I'm he's not the sure mogul the everyone else the is the affiliate well you're assuming that i don't know if that's really been established i mean i've never seen the uh, swerve's real estate holdings <laughs> chris do you have any idea if he's a mogul or an affiliate he's a affiliate mogul <laughs> is that is such a thing as an affiliate mogul I there's I don't oh. know there's there's vice president to the president elect there's there's sure. vice president to of marketing campaigns there's uh, there's all kinds there's of fucking foreign positions. ministers and there's and when uh, there isn't a position uh-huh. and when there isn't a position uh, corporations just make up positions it doesn't <laughs> matter it can be whatever he wants mm-hmm. I guess so I mean whatever the case he needs to swerve himself away from this shit that's for sure. And because at this point he, he comes across like a an old girlfriend that can't accept that his ex boyfriend or her ex whatever you want to call it broke up with him, right? And his and his ex girlfriend's the one that got fat, <laughs> very fat. He a man and and white too, like white hair. Okay, cool. And he and he got a cape. Speaking of Why? speaking of, of white hair and excellent matches, let's let's go to Julia Hart versus whoever the <laughs> fuck she, oh, oh former baddie who uh, left the baddies to to rescue the AW Women's Division. So isn't that the next match? Yes, it is, and this match sucked. But nevertheless, Jeff Julia Hart does end up defeating Kiera Hogan, and didn't Kiera Hogan? I'm sorry. What this what? match sucked. This was a culmination of decades of professional wrestling history. Okay, a heart finally going over clean on Hogan. This has been building for as long as I've been alive, Jimmy. How dare you denigrate this match? This wonderful culmination of professional wrestling as a heart finally cleanly goes over Hogan. I mean, just fuck. I I literally, I'm ashamed of myself. You're right. I mean, how how many times has a as a heart tried to beat a Hogan, but instead Hogan beats Hart in every sense, including in the back, politically. But not tonight, son. Hart ends up defeating Hogan in a squash match, pretty much. I mean, yeah. Jeff, finally, it's like we said, it's been decades in the making, and it was on Saturday night past the 10 o'clock mark. Since WrestleMania 9. Come on. Been <laughs> Since WrestleMania. Since Yoko friggin' lost to Hogan after Brett lost to Yoko. Literally. Yeah, you, you, you're right. Um, 
Yeah, this was monumental. Um, I don't know what to say. <laughs> uh, I is I, I do have a question. Is Anna mm. J? Well, it's a two-part question. Is Anna J now a face, and is she no longer Anna J A S? Good question, because I can't even answer that question, Jeff. So I'm going to pass it on to Chris. She's Anna J A C K E D up I. Oh, oh, I see. Those pants, though, I mean, really emphasized her jazz. I'm just, you know what I'm saying? I'm, just, I'm kidding about the eye. Anna J can get it. <laughs> oh, she can get it, girl. <laughs> I mean, no, no, no. I know. What's up with that joke anyway? Does she really have an eye going that way? I, Not that I've noticed. noticed. I've right. never noticed that, no. But uh, that's pretty funny and pretty sad at the same time. Is she still a jungle boy? That's, that's more a poignant question. That's that's a good a question. I think <laughs> for a friend. Apparently, I think they are still together. As a matter of fact, Jeff, lucky prick. It's hard to believe. It is hard to believe, <laughs> but I guess she doesn't like him big. Eh. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on because we still gonna. But that's a good question. Though. I don't even know if she's part of Jess anymore. But uh, like we were saying earlier, we do see Christopher Daniels again, who's interviewed backstage. He's sick of losing, apparently. And the no, BCC, he's, now he's, going for he's not retired. He's going for championships. He's got, oh yeah, he did say that. He's going for championships. Right. And then the BCC confront him. Daniel says the wrong thing. So Mox attacks him and repeatedly rams his head into the lockers. As Mox says, the BCC aren't the ones who have changed. It's everyone else who has lost their damn mind. Chris, I dare say he's lost his mind and lost his mind a long time ago. And he, I'm talking about Moxley. Whoever's booking this shit has lost their mind <laughs> because why are they fucking around with Christopher Daniels? What is the point of that? What does he have to do with the other team who they're meant to be uh, swerving with? And if, and if they do, if he's supposed to, then tell us why, give us a, give us the reason why. Like, um, I've, often said that I hate watching WWE programming for one major reason. The fucking recaps drive me nuts, okay? You get a recap after recap after recap. You wind up watching about 45 minutes of original programming in a two-hour show, and it just drives you fucking nuts. AEW needs to do maybe a little bit of that. A little bit more recap so that we can know <laughs> why is Christopher Daniels aligned with the elite. Again, the last uh, thing I remember about Christopher Daniels was his he got his ass kicked by the elite, had to retire because of the elite, and then his best friend went on a run where he called himself the elite hunter. So uh, show me why. Why is this happening? Why? And lost every match while hunting. <laughs> Fuck. He did win the... the, the, th the I was going to say thyroid, but I'm talking about the, um, the, the, the Sonic the Hedgehog ring, the... What, what do you call it? Uh, what, hemorrhoid. Uh, the hemorrhoid the ring. The hemorrhoid poof. The, the, the brass ring. Kazarian? No. No, he didn't. It's Scorpio Sky, I'm talking He's about. He's talking about Kazarian was doing the Elite Oh, were you talking about Kazarian? I thought you were talking about Scorpio Sky. You're right. It was Kazarian. Yeah, yeah he lost Hunter. every single match as in, in hunting. He was he, he was like the <laughs> Elmer Fudd of wrestling. You're, um, you're right. I forgot about that, actually. That and it was then went to Impact. But... Um, but Listen, I already said what I thought about the order and the chronology and why this was a story earlier. I don't need to rehash it. But absent that, this was actually my favorite part of the show when they beat the shit out of him. Moxie said, we haven't changed. Everyone else has lost their damn mind. And I'm thinking, yeah, that sounds about right. Well, that well, 
does it though? I mean, considering they call themselves the Blackpool Combat Club, and God damn it, where I'm, is that I'm British theme the that we heard? It's water, it's water under the bridge at this point. I'm just glad that they beat the shit out of someone and said you all lost your damn minds because that that's sort of back to what Moxie was saying after the whole punk thing. Get your shit together. You're in a good place. Start appreciating what you got, and let's let's kick some ass. Well, personally, I think the whole company, including the BCC, have lost their minds, and Moxie lost his mind a long time well, ago. Sure, yeah, but they're they're led by someone who's basically mindless. So why would why do they need to have their minds? Including I mean, Danielson at this point doesn't make sense. Don't worry, you'll forget about it next week. Well, screwdrivers are in, Jeff. Just saying. So, so I've heard. Good, yeah. <laughs> They're there. Well, they're, listen, it's a tool that's never gone out of fashion. That's true. Well, next, speaking of uh, weird, uh, we get FTR, Jeff Jarrett, and Jay Lethal defeating uh, Slim Jay or, you know, the Trust Buster Slim Jay and the Varsity Athletes. Why is FTR and Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal together? Because they're, they're, fight, they're fighting over custody of who, lo- who loves Mark Briscoe more, and it was the Trust Busters who beat up Mark Briscoe. For reasons unknown to me, there may not be none because it's AEW. Maybe there was something on Ring of Honor television, but I haven't watched that in, what, four to six weeks? No, um, been, I don't think it's been that long, Jeff. Uh, well, well, there's been at least one pay-per-view and at least one or two episodes since then that I haven't watched. <laughs> and there was at least one episode. There, I think there were two episodes before the pay-per-view that I didn't watch. Anyway, not important. So they're, they're fighting for custody. It's the, can we coexist? And the answer is just barely. But I have to say, as much as this is wrestle shit, and as, and as dumb as this, you know, the the uh, the origin or or the, 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 the impetus for this match was dumb, this is wrestle crap, and this was fine. It's you actually had professional wrestlers acting professional and doing things. I mean, the only thing that was stupid is that Satnam Singh trying to tell the FDR to get back isn't like a scarier thing, because he is gigantic. He's a shitty-ass wrestler, but... You know, as as a bruiser, he doesn't need to be a wrestler. He just needs to get guys out of the way, and then someone remind him, "You're too big, get back." Um, <laughs> yeah. But, but this, this was fine. And Mark Briscoe was like, "What? I didn't ask. I don't want. The, I don't want it." And he's last week. He's like, "I'm not cleared. I'm a grown ass man." It's still another week, and he's still not cleared. He still can't fight his own battle. I mean, that that part's a little yeah, bit funny. I, I get what again, you're Mark saying. Briscoe, it's wrestle crap, but... but Mark Briscoe may not have the the brain of a grown ass man. So, you know, well, I'd be yeah, a little he... touched. Maybe it's a bit of a chicken. And speaking of chicken, oh, well, before I go there, Chris, what's your take, man, on this matchup? Uh, it was fine. I, I was, I was very thankful to finally find out who it was that jumped Mark Briscoe because last week I legitimately did not know who the fuck it was because <laughs> they showed the beatdown for all of about five seconds and it was just, um, you know, I mean, I mean, let's be honest. Most of this roster, if you put them in a lineup, most people would be able to figure out about. 60% of who was there and everybody else, everybody would just go, I don't fucking know unless you've watched being the elite, but I haven't watched being the elite and I won't watch being the elite. So it was nice God to know who it. who it was that, that finally, you know, it was nice to finally know who it was that beat up Mark Briscoe. Um, and yeah, this was just kind of a stupid, silly main event for the sake of uh, getting a crowd reaction at the end. It was fine. Um, just like most of what, Jeff Jarrett has been involved with since he's come to this company. Uh, it was booked right, um, and it was fine. I guess it was fine. I mean, it was kind of funny, but is this what you get? How you get rewarded after signing a a brand new four year contract? I mean, 
Yeah, this is exactly how you get rewarded in AEW. Yep, <laughs> you win the titles cool. and you don't have to defend them. What, what, what's wrong with that? <laughs> I guess. I mean, or you she... defend them against Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett, who have already lost about fourteen title challenges to previous teams. I mean, I, so whatever. This, I, I, I'm sorry to say that that. The, the, the Moxley line and the beatdown of Christopher Daniels was my second favorite part of the show, and this was my first. So this should this should tell you all you need to know about the quality of this hour of Rampage. Well, I was mentioning chickens before, and guys, I don't know. Have you guys heard of Promo Joe before? I, I bet you you have, Jeff. Uh, I don't think so. I've heard well, of Rap Joe. Well, you guys know Botchamania, obviously, right? Sure, sure, sure. He's, he works for Botchamania, but he's got his own sort of thing as well. That's like Botchamania. This has got to be the greatest start ever I've ever seen. Check this out, guys. You will love it. Is this going to be as good as My You Sucks? Whoops. Are we going to be able to hear it? Then laying there surrounded by 80,000 people with a rubber chicken a foot away from your head. <laughs> fucking funny man i was on the floor when i saw that man check that <laughs> check that episode episode out that was that is hilarious and like uh jinder says still better than rampage 100 <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> percent. i'll never <laughs> that damn chicken man <clears throat> excuse me anyway how do we talk that humming when it was knocked out <laughs> <laughs> is that like a chicken skill i don't <laughs> oh, oh Jesus Christ! Like man. it's like it's involuntary, like this, like it's oh. cerebellum or it's medulla controls it. Oh man, I don't know, but yeah. we're getting praises for that. This is going to be the better than the show you just reviewed. Oh, absolutely! This is great. One hundred percent. That 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 that. Oh. If that was on Rampage, that would be my favorite part of Rampage. Uh, but you know what's even better at the very start where it shows Cody all like zoomed in. So what do you guys want to talk, quack about? That's what he said instead of talk about. Oh, I missed that. I was still wondering uh, where we're going with this. Anyway, right, so, so yeah, it's main event time with two guys who don't actually, actually... wait. Wait, wait, that you're moving way too far ahead uh, because Bandito issues a challenge to Orange Cassidy for ooh. the AEW International. Yes. Bandito, not Ben, not Ben Deco, Jeff, oh, <laughs> but Bandito. I guess uh, TK was hearing all of us asking for Bandito, and here he is. I well, think he, he, he misheard us. We were saying Miro. We were saying oh, well, Miro, not we Bandito. Well, but we also brought up Bandito too. Though. Saying, sure, one day I'd like to work for WWE. So obviously, Tony's <laughs> mad at him. 
<laughs> Jim says the egg hole whistles. That's actually true. <laughs> okay, Jimmy, I don't want to know how you. Actually, I really do want to know. Because he's Greek. Yeah. Not me, you fools. He's talking about the chicken. Well, we know, but we want to know how you. Never mind. But anyway, said, that's I'm true. Actually, let it nest. <laughs> no, anyway, I'm not going to go there. But I don't uh, lay any more eggs. <laughs> uh, anyway, so are you guys looking forward to a another dream match? I no. guess. <laughs> I can dream about it. I was dreaming about it during Rampage. I'm not going to lie. Literally. Yeah, but the, these are, <laughs> the, you know, it's been reported that Tony Khan has a lot of anger towards WWE. We're not exactly sure what about, but Conan's been bringing it up. But uh, maybe <laughs> it's because, uh, you know, the Tony keeps putting people in main events who aren't under contract to AEW. <laughs> for titles that aren't part of AEW. Uh, well... <laughs> <laughs> that's probably true mm. no for real well anyway i'm only going to get into that right now jeff because there's a dream right, match yeah. that we need to talk about dude right. it's el hero del vanquino mm -hmm. against jalistico for the triple r mega championship or is it a mega championship uh anyway triple a mega championship dream match dream company for a dream championship chris mm -hmm. Were you dreaming watching this match? I I figured I must have been dreaming since <laughs> everything was in Spanish to start this. Uh, the ring announcing was in Spanish and uh, Triple yeah, R. It was and... it was for the Triple A championship. Uh, I don't care. I, There's I've a lot seen... of quails in this match, actually, Chris. And I've seen it. <laughs> like <laughs> I've seen all of this shit. To me, this is the same. It's the same fucking argument as I've had about, about Orange Cassidy for most of the last three years. Saw it already. It's not cool anymore to just re-watch the same fucking thing over and 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 over again. Like, do something different. Um, <laughs> it's like, But they're midgets, dude. Have, except for Jalisco. In fairness, they did something different. I mean, Vikingo slid himself across the rope so he could get closer to Jalisco oh. and put his arms out like that so that oh. he knew so Jalisco knew that he would catch him when he did that move. <laughs> I mean, that, that was that was the worst example of setting up that I've, I've ever seen. I guess the only thing that would have been worse if, is if he dropped him. <laughs> but yep. I mean, but that was like he's he's actually no that sneaking. would have been great. That would have been fucking awesome if he dropped him. That <laughs> would have been fantastic. On the road, and he's supposed to be like days and confused, but he's scoots over not once but twice. Like you're a father telling your kid, jump into the pool. Come on, I'll catch you. Yeah, Daddy will catch you. <laughs> Papi will catch Sorry. you. <laughs> I hated this match. The only thing I was interested in about is like I was trying to figure out like what what is Drillistico bleeding from? Is that like a scratch? Chest. Of, like it's like there was a it was like there was like a like raised welt, but the blood was underneath it. What was up with that? It's like it, it's like he had he's a nail a, in there. Or a, you missed you missed where Vikingo took out the you missed where Vikingo Jeff. took out the really really tiny battle axe and, and chopped <laughs> the chest. Ah, uh, uh, is, is disturbingly small, and his outfit looks like and, a Halloween, and I and his head is disturbingly man. big. He literally just has the symbol for the sh for the show Vikings on his back. That that's literally <laughs> the symbol from the TV show. And he's got the Shockmaster's helmet, except they put red sparkles on it. It's like it's it's like Teddy Hart got to the Shockmaster's thing and bedazzled it. Fuck. 
this this I don't I don't. Know and, you know, I saw it. people online. I saw people online. Um, oh, speaking shit. of this shit and the standing there and hold and you know here <sighs> I'll I'll catch you and the helping each other jump and the helping each other stay balanced and all of this other shit. One of the things that I saw this <laughs> week. One of the things that I saw on uh, on Twitter this week was the question of, well, what's different between that and old school from The Undertaker? And the difference is... is a that huge difference. <laughs> the difference is that Undertaker twists the guy's arm, and then he basically tells them in the back, you are going to sell this as if I'm about to rip your fucking arm off so you can't move. That's the only way this fucking move makes sense, is if you are too much in pain to throw me off because it feels like I'm about to rip your fucking arm out of place. That's how that move makes sense. And I guarantee you that Mark Calloway went, I can do this thing that's really cool, but how can I make it make sense before he decided to start fucking doing it? Everybody else that's involved in this kind of bullshit, they're just going, oh, I can do this really cool thing, but I need you to hold my hands while I'm doing it. All right, cool, let's do it. And walk Fuck along off. with me while staring at me. I mean, I will put this into a context I think even the most ardent AEW fan can understand. It is the difference between Brian Danielson's yes kick <laughs> and Orange Cassidy's lazy yeah. non-kick kicks. <laughs> well, one looks yeah. like it's supposed to hurt you. The other one obviously looks like it's not supposed to. One is a joke. Yep. Right. Which is still stupid. It's funny when he does it to certain people but it's stupid though overall well but... and you know it, it's not like you can't it's not like these guys can't do really incredible things without making it look like they're helping each other i remember i remember pd williams and tna doing some incredibly athletic fucking things like a without, canadian destroyer like it like the canadian destroyer <laughs> or like that uh he used to do the uh he would dive from the apron and do like a diving hurricane rana um and it never looked like the other guy was waiting for him or, or going, okay, PD, I'm ready now. I'm ready for you to jump <laughs> on, now, PD. now, Come PD. On. Um, I remember like watching dog. I remember watching the cruiserweights in WCW and almost never thinking, wow, that looked fake. Uh, I'll, because I'll tell you why, Chris. It's the production. Well, then the production needs to be better. But these professional wrestlers need to stop doing this where it looks like they're helping each other out. That's nonsense. And if you see, you know that part where you were talking about how, you know, come on, puppy, a puppy will get you, you know what I mean, will catch mm -hmm. you. Did you notice the camera panned wide as well? So you saw like a wide, you saw everything. Yeah. Like really, you need to zoom in and not have the other and guy zoom in, in the shot. on Drillistico. Right, on Drillistico, not okay, fucking Vikingo. Okay, Vikingo's doing something fucking stupid. Focus on Drillistico for a minute so that it, so that we can just focus exactly. on him, you know, getting ready to do the move. There's lots of there's lots of ways that you can better produce these kinds of matches, but they've got to do it. Like they actually have to do it. And it like I I will say until I'm blue in the face that when something happens like last week when Commander originally like basically fell when he was trying to do the the move that he eventually got back up and did um that he got signed if that for guy too. falls the best thing for you to do is for the guy taking him on to rip him down to the fucking ground and stomp him a bit because that'll make it look really that'll that'll make it look more impressive when those guys actually do connect with the impressive physical feats um if it looks like they do it every time and they never screw up and there's no possibility of them ever getting hurt when they're doing it then it looks like crap i agree 100 percent. jeff do you have anything else to chime on with this match no, I, I really didn't enjoy this match, and I don't think it does anything for LFI to be somehow uh, 
not L. Yeah, LFI to be somehow involved in a, a championship which is not a AEW championship. And didn't they try this before with LFI and Andrade and all this before when Omega wasn't going to do it or couldn't do it? And doesn't it all seem like a little bit racist? Of like you know, to, yeah. I, I, I mean, I guess there's a certain sense that the. The, the Mexican wrestling group would be interested in the Mexican title, but still, and they're not totally Mexican because they got the white guy in there. What's his well, name that's again? Why, can Preston we call Vance him? Or... No, no, it's 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 uh, Pedro oh, right. Peligroso. Pedro Peligroso, right? He's, he's he's Mexican, right? He's 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 LWO, <laughs> like, the way, like Chance the Rapper, right? Chance the Rapper, but no, you know what? LFI should like be exactly. Right. LFI should have a new name. They should be called the Latin Federali. Uh, Interpol or something. How about LFI affiliates? <laughs> LFI affiliates oh. works. Exactly. <laughs> it sounds like a record company. Hell, I mean, seriously, it does, right? And I mean, the firm and soldiers and companies. There's, there's a lot. Of I think they should call themselves company. the PWC so that we'll get more viewers. That's, that's yeah. Right. If I could that's do the right. Sergeant Slaughter sort of nod, I would do it right now. Heroes <laughs> yeah. with coalitions. The chins, the chin. Sorry, Jeff. Heroes with coalitions. <laughs> Battles with college dogs with coalitions. There that's you right. go, and that just sums up the show. Still, the best thing we we watched for tonight was Cody and the chicken. I don't care what anyone says. That yes, was I thought the chicken was going to go over myself. <laughs> and is I, th- I think you could have. Oh. I think you could have taken the opportunity to chicken up by having him go over Cody, but I mean, this is. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a shame that the chicken dude didn't do any high flying moves because you know chicken can't fly. fly those birds. Well, not, not only watched that that episode that I just played because you guys will laugh throughout the whole no, fucking not, thing. Okay. And he goes for twelve minutes, man. It is fucking funny throughout the whole thing. But Botchamania also opened up with Cody giving yeah, shit to yeah, Cody. It was when you brilliant. say only goes for twelve minutes, I think about how long Christopher Daniels versus John Moxley. Oh, that's true. That's twelve true. minutes does not feel short. Good point, actually. Good it's point. the theory of relativity. Right? That's true. Put well, your I'll hands on a hot woman, and an hour can feel like a second. Put your hands on a hot pan, and a second can feel like an hour. Oh, That's exactly nice. what Einstein said. Exactly. And, and with that, I think we've got to take it home after that one. I mean, there's no better way to take Einstein it home. Einstein was than a freak. Yeah. Absolutely. The German. <laughs> the German. Well, Chris, tell them where they can find you, my man. Well, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at ChrisAms1. Uh, you can hear uh, generally brilliant things that I have to say about both pro wrestling and politics. Um, you can find me on the PWC Network. I, uh, I I help and I I occasionally host. Please don't unsubscribe because of me hosting occasionally. Um, I uh, I can also be found right here on ChannelAttitude.com on uh, well Rampage Uncaged, uh, Smack Attack, and also. Uh, this week coming up uh, on Monday, I will be on the Impact Attack with the Vet um, to talk about all things Impact Wrestling. And I will say this: of all of the wrestling that I watched this week, Impact might have been the best show. So, other than that, wow. Ole! Wow, Ole indeed, Jeff. Tell me where they can find you, man. Um, Twitter at Icarus Fell. Everything that Chris said, except for the Impact Attack. Um, and uh, right here on the PWC, as well as Hami Media Group, you can find my non-wrestling podcast, Garden of Doom and Garden Views. Garden of Doom has such things like shows about tarot, shows about voodoo. Today I interviewed the, the reverend from the, the Church of uh, Dudism, which is based Ooh. on the Big Lebowski. Uh, I, so 
Like like to be Valbowski. No, no, no. The Big Lebowski. <laughs> uh, you can also listen to Chris Sams six different times, including about Atlantis very recently. Or Reverend Jim Willis, who considers me a friend. I'm so honored. And we talk about comparative eschatology. Uh, Garden Views is more topical, but on things I think have broadband interest. And my non-these guys uh, wrestling show is Hamlock Hangover. And we actually successfully dropped the show once every two weeks. So there's two from the last uh, two and a half uh, calendar weeks. So yay us. Yeah, yes, indeed, or use. But in saying that, if you want to follow me, you can at DJ Massifex on Twitter, and also you can follow us at the PWC Network also on Twitter. Please like and subscribe right here on channelattitude.com, where for five bucks you get the best talk in pro wrestling. And also like and subscribe at hamimediagroup.podbean.com for all our affiliate shows, including Jeff's. And in saying that, I'm Jimmy T, that is Chris Sams, that is Dr. Jeff Littman, and you've been listening and watching the HMG Rampage Uncaged Show right here on channelattitude.com, and we're out. See yous. Pasa fuera. Stable, my friends. Need to slow down on the Roxy's Got a common nigga died out there and skipped a heartbeat Looking for your love, but your feelings is the party Pull up on the wrong street, you niggas getting blicked out Gun up in my hand